Welcome to Spirits Podcast, episode 15, Maui. It's our quinceanera. Aw, that's cute. Aw, 15 episodes. Uh, thank you so much for your support along the way. Our listenership is growing every week, and it's so exciting for us. Um, hear from folks on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, and hear from our patrons commenting on our patron-only and otherwise posts. Um, so this week, we would love to just shout out uh, Stepan Lukak. Thea, Jeremy Reed, Daniel Silver, Danielle Parkerson, Christina, friend of the show Leslie Datsis, as well as some great podcasts for you. So one, Definitely Human, then there's Noisy Spirit, the We Found a Book podcast, and also the team at The Bridge podcast. It's always really great to find podcasts that are inspiring to us and tell amazing stories. Uh, we also, if you are a fan of Drunken Mythology podcasts, which we know you are because you're listening to our show. It's a ground zero, middle of the Venn diagram. <laughs> you should take a listen to Legends, Myths, and Whiskey podcast. It is a great podcast. They get drunk. They drink some whiskey. <laughs> uh, they tell really, really interesting stories. Uh, Tanner and Eric are super, super cool guys. Totally take a listen. They're just coming out with by the time this one comes out they'll be coming out with their 35th episode wow so take a listen they are very flattering to us on twitter and we try to be equally flattering back who knew that there were so many drunk mythology podcasts in the world <laughs> uh, we kind of love it though we love we that do. there's a community of it we kind of someone was trying to start a um, myth chat hashtag on twitter which i totally think should be a thing i think it's great and julie does a wonderful job running our twitter answering your mythology recommendation questions giving you books and articles and and scholarly journals to read um answering with great gifs i uh, i respect your twitter game girl thank you i'm a it. it's so much better than doing work <laughs> <laughs> we're also so close to our first goal on patreon we're about halfway and momentum is creeping up each week i love to graph things as we all know and uh you know we're getting more and more patrons more and more frequently. Uh, we would love for you guys to join us over there. Every single dollar you pledge, whether it's $1 every episode or 10 or 15, become a producer. Um, it really, really helps us to pay for our microphone, our editing, our hosting, and soon, hopefully, our booze. Yeah, we finally get to pay Eric. Uh, we're going to make it rain on him when he comes to visit us in New York in October. Yeah, parent trap style with like a bucket over the door. Just like Beware. dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Get ready. Without further ado, enjoy Spirits Podcast Episode 15, Mal. Of course, a long time fans as well. Yes. We've been fans, at least personally, me, since the High School Musical 2 Bet On It in the Heights YouTube promo video. <gasps> I don't know what that is, but all right. Which, oh, Lin-Manuel um, like parodied a music video from High School Musical in order surprised. to promote the Broadway opening of his show In the Heights. Uh, yes. Um, and it was like several months before tickets for In the Heights went on sale. I think it was 09, maybe. Um, and we were still in high school. And, uh, yeah, he just, like, danced stupidly in Central Park, and Jonathan Groff was in it. Oh, um, that And he was like, they're going to look like Jonathan Groff. Ah, damn, he's so cute. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's true. Don't look in his eyes. Oh, God, in. stop. Don't in. It's freaking awakening. Anyway. <laughs> okay. We're big fans. Big fans. So, as some of you may be aware, if you are also big fans, there is a new Disney movie coming out with Moana. lyrics. Written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, also starring The Rock. Yes. <laughs> the Rock, who plays the demigod Maui. Great. Guess what we're going to talk about today. <gasps> is it? Is it? Is it Maui Myths? Yes! Yes! 
Also, side note, the perfect intersection of interests between editor Eric and ourselves. Uh, Eric's become a Hamilton fan, uh, but, you know, even if he weren't, we love musicals, he loves wrestling. Uh, together, we all love The Rock and Lynn and Moana. Yeah. So we're stoked to see Moana, which is coming out in November, I believe. So, so we're going to give you a little bit of background about The Rock's character, Maui. I believe what they're doing is using some Hawaiian mythology for this. But yep. we're going to be talking a little bit of mix of both. So Hawaii and Maori. Cool. So which, sort of greater Pacific. Yes. Indigenous. Pacific Islander. Uh, Pacific Islander. Yeah. Mythology. Love it. All right. We're going to get started. I'm so pumped. Kind of giving some background. So yep. before Maui's birth, humankind, which is also known as Tuit, mm-hmm. uh, was expanding, was spreading out, was giving birth, but no one had ever died. Okay. It was since populating the earth, you, you can't quite afford to <laughs> take you know take away from that original stock quite yet. Uh, so it wasn't until Maui's generation that human beings began to die off, and it's kind of Maui's fault. All right. Um, so he was the son of the god. Pronunciation is not my thing. I'm going to put that out there right now because there's a lot of long names in this. Yeah. Uh, so he was the son of the god Makatura Ture. Cool. Um, who is the guardian of the underworld. Great. But like, great start. Kind of a chill god otherwise. I mean, he's got nothing to do. Yeah. He's sort of like a doorman in an empty building. He's got nothing else to do. So he's just kind of like going around having sex with women. Giving oh, birth right. to demigods. Hold on. So before we continue, cool. this is sort of like a Greek style, like embodied god type right. situation. So a demigod is when a mortal person. Not is, myrtle. Uh, my not <laughs> myrtle like moaning myrtle. A mortal person. Got it. Has sex with a god and the offspring is called a demigod. So usually they have Halsies. powers, yep. but they're not immortal like the gods are which like if you had to choose yeah. that's the one you would choose mm-hmm. right so it's like um achilles is technically a demigod yeah um so maui's actually born prematurely hmm. and so his mother taranga doesn't think he's actually like going to survive is right, not yeah. going to so she wraps him in her hair cuts it off and then throws him into the ocean like you all do. right all right, um, I see it. There's some kind of like Moses situation going on. Like, you know, you give part of yourself away for this like great loss. I mean, I think it's, I think it's quite nice symbolism. Okay. Um, so the ocean spirits actually recognize him as being somewhat divine. Hmm. So they find him, they wrap him up in seaweed and then give him over to one of Maui's uncles called Rangi. That's awesome. Who's the ocean god. Yeah. Uh, and he takes Maui and raises him until he's like adolescent. And so does the uncle the uncle and the mom, they don't talk to each other. No. She doesn't know that she he's survived. Know. She thinks oh, that Maui's dramatic dead. potential. Of course. Chekhov's mother, if you will. <laughs> so Chekhov's gun. <laughs> that should be a thing. Also, I love I love the seaweed thing here, like the hair of the sea, you know, mm-hmm. like Walt Whitman says the uncut hair of graves. That's always what I like. So he wrote this famous poem called Leaves of Grass, and he's writing kind of about how the grass is a metaphor for lots of different things, and at some point he calls it the uncut hair of graves. So good. Which is just like <gasps> such a good image and I want to get a tattoo of, along those lines at some point. Anyway, um, I love the seaweed being the uncut hair of graves of the sea. So Maui's raised in the ocean. Yep. He Wait, in the ocean? In the ocean. Like under the sea. Yeah. Under the sea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. So when he's old enough, Maui actually comes out of the ocean and he goes to his mother's house because Rangi probably told him 
Listen, right, he's like, bro, I'm 18. Yeah. Go, go check on her. Maybe By the way, you're not an ocean are. orphan. <laughs> Your mom is my sister, and she's alive. Uh, Rangi's actually the dad's brother, not my the... My sister-in-law, and she's alive. Cool. Um, so he goes to his mother's house. He actually meets all his brothers because she has other kids besides oh, wow. Maui. They're actually all named Maui, but like Maui blah, 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 Maui blah, blah, blah. It's like if you met a family and they were John Paul, John Ralphio, yeah. John... John Smith. Ralphio. Well, that's your second one. <laughs> I can't think of any other John names, but that makes sense. Uh, John Paul Sartre? John I Paul said, the I said John Paul, didn't I? I know, I know. It's just there's endless John Pauls. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock, the John Paul of the Pacific Islands. Basically. Um, so Maui's trying to impress, impress his brothers. And of course, like, yeah. How, how can I impress these guys? I'm going to turn into a bunch of birds. So he does that. He just turns into a bunch of Great. birds. His brother's like... What kind of birds? Uh, a a hawk, bunch of parakeets, not very impressive. A hawk, a pigeon, a seagull, like that oh, kind like of stuff. Oh, like a full range. Yeah, he's, nice. got, he's got potential there. Nice, little menagerie. So he does that. His brother's like, shit, this guy's cool. Yeah. His mother comes onto the scene. He's like, she's sort of looking at him and is like, Hmm, this is an interesting child that my brothers are, uh, that my sons are hanging out with. Yeah. Doesn't recognize Maui as one of her children. Why not? Because it's been a while. Uh, I mean, He's an adult now. I guess just media leads us to believe that you just like, you know, set eyes upon a child in the crowd. You're like, oh, that's my son I gave up 17 years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, but no. We don't have any first-hand experience. Nope. We don't know. Uh, so Maui kind of hangs out with the brothers for a while and then eventually reveals himself to his mother, uh, like, listen, I'm your child. She's like, oh, this is awesome. The- oh, so he didn't talk to her first. He right. just hang out. Oh, that makes just a lot more sense. Them. I was um, going to say, like, how would she not believe that this strapping young magical demigod is not her son? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I'm picturing him as the rock, by oh, the way. Yeah. Just, yeah. That, okay. that totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's actually supposed to be super ugly, so probably The Rock doesn't work with that, but because yeah. The Rock is hot as shit. Or like Hollywood movie style, The Rock with like nerd glasses or sure. like a broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock had nerd, Maui had nerd glasses. That so just makes him hotter. No, 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 no. Bad strategy. <laughs> so he reveals himself to his mother. Okay. Uh, he's welcomed by his brothers officially. Aww. And... Being part of the family now, he goes on the typical hero's journey where he, like, goes and does a bunch of crazy shit. Nice. Yeah, to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in the Maori tradition, his first exploit is he restrains the sun. Okay. And this is a really interesting story. So, basically, human beings weren't able to get all their work done in a single day mm-hmm. because the sun moved across the sky too fast and days were too short. I mean, there's just like endless toil necessary yeah. in cultivating enough calories to survive Pretty in early much. humankind. So Maui, uh, so Maui seeing this, uh, seeing his brothers struggle out in the field and not getting enough oh, work done. Oh, is he doing like a tug of war with the sun and keep what, it up for longer? What he does is he takes one of his giant god relative's jawbones. Okay. And he makes it into a giant fishing hook. <gasps> cool. And he lassos the sun, basically, with the hook, like he's so fishing. Badass. Gets his brothers to help him pull, stops the sun, pulls it out of the sky, beats the sun up, 
okay. until the sun agrees to shorten the days, to stop moving so quick across the sky and, and lengthen shorten the days. days. And yeah. lengthen the days. Or lengthen the days, correct. So is the sun an, a god in this situation? Yes. Well, it depends on the story. In some instances, it's a god. In some instances, it's literally the sun, but like with... Some like celestial body, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what a nice service to humanity. Yeah. I would be like, how do I prove my, you know, my goodness? Let me conjure up a mountain of gold and like sit on it <laughs> or, you know, endless fountains of like decadent ice cream. Well, you have to remember he's a demigod, not like a god god. So he can't. He's That's not, still a pretty impressive feat, though. He's not like omnipotent. He doesn't have all these crazy. My point powers. is, it's like it's like a good guy action, and right. not just a you know let me show off and like turn the grass a bunch of colors. But or he something. also did it. He did it because like, well, he did it by beating up the sun. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's not the nicest thing he could have done. He could have like pulled it down and had a polite conversation with the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. Or like, hey sun, here's a bunch of breadcrumbs. Why don't you stomp and eat them on your way across the sky? <laughs> I guess the sun's a pigeon now. Okay, that works. <laughs> so his next trick, uh, this is more of a Hawaiian story, but his mm-hmm. next trick is he takes his giant fishing hook and he tricks his brothers into taking him fishing and accidentally catches the ocean floor. Oh. Uh, and to kind of save face, he tells his brothers, like, I caught this huge fish. You guys oh, need to help me pull it in. I see where this in. is going. Like, turn the other way and just keep pulling. Yeah. And they pull so hard that they pull an island out. And Maui, super impressed by what he managed to do, makes them do it several times until all Creating of the Hawaiian... Creating the atoll of Hawaii? Yep, all <gasps> the Hawaiian islands. Love it. Is that why one of the islands is called Maui? Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, so he does that, and then he sees all these little islands, and he's like, we could probably put these together if we tried. Okay. So what he does is he tries to fish up the god of fishes, whose name is Pimo, mm-hmm. hoping that by pulling up this god, he'll like use his fish to kind of push the islands together. It's a little vague. It's a little unclear. So like, like a comet almost. Like he catches the head of the comet and the tail of the comet is all the fishes. Right. And like by thus pulling them out, he'll like create a bit of a bridge. Yes. A fish. Um, be very slippery. That sounds right. Okay. Um... So he does that, but instead of catching the god of fishes, I keep saying fishes. I mean fish. The god of fish. Listen, English is a fucking bastard tongue. <laughs> you can pluralize whatever you want. <laughs> um, instead of catching him, he catches the goddess Hina. Okay. Who uh, is the moon goddess, and in some stories oh. is also Maui's wife. Great. Um, he lands her in the boat and the brothers are so distracted by this like really pretty naked lady that yeah. they drop their line and the islands kind of separate again and they're oh. unsuccessful. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I love this like physicality of geography, yeah. you know, like, you know, these, uh, these islands are here scattered in such a way that they, you know, what is the story behind their creation? Like it's such a human urge. I feel like also... Maui is such a dude bro god. Like, <laughs> I can't fix this thing by really thinking about it. 
So I'm going to just use brute strength in order to put things together and problem solve. But also, like, if you picture him as just sort of like an adolescent, right? Or like a late teenager who went from living with his crazy uncle, Luke Skywalker, at the bottom of the sea... (laughs) To, oh my god, I have brothers and a mom and a tradition and someone can, like, show me how to use these powers slash a new audience. Like, imagine if you only had one person to tell your jokes to for 18 years or something. That'd be really bad. If it was you, that'd be fine. But <laughs> otherwise, you know, like, of course you want to show off. Of course you want to mm-hmm. just get, like, a brilliant, you know, and, and go for it. I mean, you got all these powers. I guess you got to use them. Yeah. I bet he eats a lot. He I'm thinking of my does. teenage brothers and like how much food we went through when there were four I'm of us living in the same house. I'm thinking of the house. Flash and how he's super fast and has to increase his caloric intake because he burns yeah, calories much so like The Rock. Yes. The spends... Rock probably eats so much shit. Oh my god, his Instagram is all food. <laughs> and, and, then his, and puppies and his baby daughter and now like in cheat days he'll eat like a mountain of pie. God bless oh, The, the rock. rock. What a service to humanity. He is a demigod, right? Like... Yeah. There's no argument. Yeah. Okay. Him and Jason Momoa just oh, hot ass demigods. Um Where does all that muscle mass come from? I don't know. Must be must be godlike. It's like the fish diet of the Pacific Islanders. They're all eating yeah, all Yeah, fuck that Mediterranean diet. We gotta yeah. get on that Pacific Islander mm-hmm. man meat diet. Mm, man meat. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say no, but that's not what we meant. As handsome as The Rock and Jason Momoa are, Maui was not hot. In a version of the story, Maui is not married to Hina. He's married to a woman called Rohe. Okay. Um, He's kind of a dick to her. Um, She's super beautiful. He's really not hot. Mm -hmm. Um, So he is trying to, like, bully her into switching faces with him. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Rohe is not into. I wouldn't want to be married to someone with my face. Like, <laughs> also, if I'm super pretty, I don't want someone to take my face away. Exactly. It's kind of and it'll be a downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Right. Uh, but Maui waits until she falls asleep. Uh. And then says the incantation over her. She wakes up in the morning, sees what he's done, is so livid about it that she actually runs away to the underworld and becomes the goddess of death. Great. Which is a great story. Why are we not worshiping her every day of our lives? She's fantastic. I'm so into it. Wait, with his face or with her own? With his face. I mean, I guess that's the ultimate retribution. Yeah. Saying, like, you want to give me this face? Fuck you. I'll make this face the face of death. It's <laughs> pretty mean. It's but great. Like, the perfect revenge. Or it Zuli is. Zuli Danter would approve. Exactly. She would. Or Zuli Danter would be like, F yes, girl, slash, are you single? I can ignore your face. <laughs> She'd be into it either way. She's got all those scars and stuff. Heck yeah. Best mythological couple ever. I am calling it now. <laughs> From ship Haiti it. to the Pacific, <laughs> I ship it. Maui, he's been living at home with his mom mm-hmm. and his brothers. He notices that his mother, whose name is Taranga, I don't know if I said that before. Uh, I don't he remember notices either. that Taranga kind of disappears every morning. Okay. Um, he's really interested in where she's going, so he turns himself into a wood pigeon okay. and follows her. Fine, makes a lot of sense. Um, if you're gonna follow somebody, a bird. He finds fine. out that. 
his mother has been meeting up with his father after all this time. I love this subplot in media <laughs> where long estranged parents end up like dating or casually seeing each other mm-hmm. and the kids are like, what? Which is basically what happens here. <laughs> Which on the television next to us is lied to me, the criminally under, I don't know, under-loved. produced and underloved TV show with the great Tim Roth. Anyway, point being, when you know, estranged parents are together again for whatever reason. The kids are like, I don't like it. So Maui's actually really excited about this. Okay. Because he's never met his father. And he gets reunited with his father. It's really exciting for him. But it's got a downside. Uh, It must. His father reveals that while he was doing Maui's baptismal ceremony, he flubbed some of the incantations. Oh, shit. Which means Maui's going to die. What? Oh, so he's not immortal. Yeah, because, oh. like, the protection of the God baptismal damn it, Dad. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't he fuck up. You done fucked up. God. Done fucked up Come real on, bad. Dad. Maui is unable to accept that he's going to die. He's not Why? I mean, he's, he's a hero complex. Why would he not? Yeah. yeah. So he decides he's going to win true immortality for all humans. Great. Um, his father... That's like saying, I can't have ice cream right now. Fuck you. Mandatory ice cream for the rest of humanity. Basically. <laughs> uh, so his father is just worried because he, it's a too dangerous of a task and he knows yeah. Maui's going to die. Come on, and Icarus. What are you going for? <laughs> so Maui somehow convinces his father and he asks him, Dad, how, how do I do this? How do I make sure that no one else ever dies? And he it's says... It's a big ask. Listen, you, if you want to do that, you have to kill your aunt, who is the goddess of night and whose name is Hine Nue Tepo. Okay. Um, she is a giant woman. Great. She has eyes like greenstone. Greenstone? Greenstone. Okay. Um, like lapis lazuli or, or whatever. The lapis green. lazuli. Which, uh, Amanda, you need to start watching Steven Universe so you know how to pronounce weird gemstones. Like emerald. Sure. Um, her hair is like sea kelp. Great. And she has a barracuda's mouth. <laughs> sure, pointy teeth. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah. And giant? Yeah. That's too many things. Yes. That's too many She's things. She's gotta be creepy. She's the goddess of night. Where does she live? Um, she lives on the horizon, like where the sun <gasps> rises and sets. Because she's the always watching night. you, yeah. always within an arm's reach. Mm-hmm. Um, so in now order- I want to like get rid of all the green things from my house. Oh no! <laughs> so in order to kill her, Maui has to because she's giant. Right. She he has to get into her and kill her from within. Okay. Yeah. Makes um, sense. Because she's got that barracuda mouth, though he can't uh. go in through her mouth. Oh. Um, so Maui, you kind of uh, see where this is going. Let me get there. Uh, uh, Maui goes to kill her. Give uh, me the spark notes here. He takes his either, it depends on the story, he either takes a bunch of birds with him or his brothers. Okay. Story ends up the same either way. Right. Um, he is like, listen, this is how it's going to go down. I'm going to turn into a worm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to crawl up this lady's vagina okay. and kill her from in- inside. Okay. Um, sort of like rotten apple metaphor for fertility. Sure. I'm seeing where it's going. Uh, he tells his brother slash the birds, yeah. listen, 
you can't laugh at this because I know you want to. <laughs> I know you want to laugh at this because I'm crawling into the vagina of an old lady, old giant lady. Yeah, yeah. But you can't because you'll wake her up. And they're like, okay, okay, we promise, we promise. Again, such dramatic potential. Maui turns into the worm, realizes as he's approaching said area the entrance, that yeah. um, her vagina is actually lined with obsidian teeth. A, great. B, (laughs) So he turns to his brothers slash the birds and says, do not laugh. And they're like, okay, okay, we won't laugh. (laughs) Starts crawling into it. The brothers slash birds. Wait, is this real? Is this really real? This is a thing. Okay, all right, all right. The brothers slash birds watch him start giggling. He's like, no, no. Burst out laughing. Oh no, she wakes up, Hine, clenches. Hine wakes up, slaps her oh, legs yep. together. Yep. Maui is cut in half <gasps> and is the first being to ever die. He dies there? What? Yep. I, I, I'm speechless. Yep. What, what an undignified way to go. With your bros laughing at you and your aunt's legs clasped around your ears in the form of a worm. It's pretty bad. And because of how shitty that death was, all human beings die now. That is so much more of a, of a, that that story has so much more character than like even the apple. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Like it's, uh, it's so much better than original sin. It is so much better than original sin. It's so much less sanitized. Yes. Like there's, there's vaginas. Right. There's like fluids and animals and jealousy and laughter and like machismo Mm -hmm. and kelp. (laughs) Sure. Kelp. That briny hole from whence we came. It's. It's, it's also such a good metaphor for birth and death. It is. Because it is. vaginas. It is. And also, like, like the matriarchy wins. Yes. You know? Like, again, th- this is how you enter the world, and so help me God, this is how, you know, you can end. Also, two out of the three underworld people that we talk about in this are story women. are ladies. Heck yeah. Which I'm so into. Pacific Islands, y'all got it right. Yeah. And so, after... Uh, Maui's dead. Uh, Hine's vagina actually becomes the entrance to the underworld. Wow. Which is so... That's just a... Wow. Yeah. Every time I see stalagmites and stalactites, (laughs) I'm going to imagine an obsidian version and say, nope, I'm not going into that devilish hellmouth. (laughs) Takes a new meaning to the word hellmouth, I think. That barracuda mouth is such an image. I know, it's so good. She's... She's like the, she's the cherry on top to the Maui oh. story. Why'd you bring cherry into this? Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. So good though. So oh, I good. feel like I, I can't even make all the connections that I want to be making because it's so like overwhelming and scary, yeah. but also wonderful. I also love that I probably ruined a Disney movie for y'all. You're welcome. In that he dies in the end? No, in that Maui's a dick and dies by crawling through a vagina. But like, I'm sure Disney's not going to tell you that story. But obviously Lin-Manuel's going to write this version. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, Hamilton had some similar pitfalls. Mm-hmm. He didn't literally die in a woman's nether regions, but, you know, you politically well he did. Politically <laughs> <Yes>. he did. <laughs> and I, I also love that it wasn't like a woman being 
mercurial, yeah. right? And like withholding right. and like, no, but like fucking she was laying there asleep and she woke up and was like, what? And then, you know, why are you in my vagina? Inflicted Smash. death upon humanity because yeah. when you violate a sleeping woman. underworld goddess, you know, what do you, what do you Just expect? a woman in general. Don't I know. That. I know. Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Subscribe to Spirits on your preferred podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Spirits Podcast. On our Patreon page, patreon.com slash spiritspodcast, you can sign up for exclusive content like behind-the-scenes photos, audio extras, director's commentary, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings. If you like the show, please share with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.